a playlist original. All right, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Back to the Blockbuster with your hosts Gaius and Jackson. Uh, episode one fifty, which I guess is a milestone. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think we, I think we thought about doing something like we should do something for it, and uh, I don't know. It's just been really busy, and there's a lot of uh, stuff going on, but there's a lot of content to go over anyway. So we'll exactly. Do 150 as special as we can and i guess the one way to make it uh, a little special is there was a big event yesterday we're recording today monday it was super bowl sunday um i don't care either way i mean i always watch it because it's a fun okay like it's a fun event to get together with your friends and watch For and sure. the commercials are commercials are really good and we usually get a lot of movie trailers and we did get a few um and but the overall game i was just kind of like i kind of was feeding off uh the energy of whatever friend was cheering on whatever team and right 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 we we, we had a healthy mix of 49ers fans and Kansas City Chief fans but um congratulations to them and to Taylor Swift and her boyfriend uh, so <laughs> they kinda... very happy for Travis Kelsey <laughs> and Taylor Swift yeah yeah, uh, yeah. I'm you know I'm watching that for the for the commercials and the movie trailers for sure but I did I did watch the game I don't normally but it was fun. And yeah, it's actually a fun game. It was okay. Yeah, yeah the game was uh, fun yeah, over time. Not bad. So I think it was like a, you know, if you're, I was like talking about it with friends because everyone's like, if you're a particular age, that halftime show was amazing. And I was like, yeah, I think like if you grew up with those hits, mm-hmm. uh, then there that was probably fun. But like we talked about it a little bit where you were like, oh, but like, you know, Rihanna did a really good job last year. And, you know, she did a good job last year pregnant. So, I mean, yeah, quite impressive. <laughs> quite impressive. Um, but yeah, it was fun. I was also interesting to spot. Like Blake Lively was in uh, yeah. Taylor Swift's Taylor Swift's like sweet box. So that was that was also fun to watch. It was like oh, I spice up there too. Like, I did <laughs> not expect any of these people to associate. Yeah. I didn't know Blake Lively and Taylor Swift were friends. I thought it was funny. It was funny note about Blake Lively. My mom and I had not an argument, but she was convinced that that was Blake Lively, and I'd only seen her side profile with like the curly hair. I'm like, that's not Blake Lively. And anyway, I was completely wrong. After later in the game, I got a look at her. I was like, oh shit, I didn't know they were friends. Yeah, uh, I didn't recognize her at first either, and uh, because she, she looked different, yeah, it looked way different, yeah. And I, I mean, yeah, that she was, so beautiful she was considerably ever. like, yeah, yeah, she was considerably tan, and mm. I don't think I've really seen her with curly hair like that. That's so threw like, me off, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, a lot I'm of money in that, alone. in that general vicinity. I don't know, oh, like, yeah, so many people hanging out there. Um, and I, and yeah, we still haven't gotten the, the ratings for this game, but I'd be really interested to see like how big the super bowl was based on the fact that not only was it a big game but it also for you know love it or hate it it also became like taylor watch so everyone was like looking you know the, the whole week was like will she make it in time and uh is she gonna because right. uh, she was leaving from japan to like get there and she did and like they were just tracking her every move but like i would love to know like as far as super bowl ratings go where this is gonna rank as far as how many people watched it i'm expecting um, quite high yeah, based on I am the Taylor too. Swift phenomenon alone. Um, but you know, uh, a lot of studios and networks and streamers, uh, because of the potential of so many people watching it, um, they like to get their best uh, stuff out there for everyone to see. So, uh, just like last year, a thirty-second spot uh, during the Super Bowl went for seven million dollars. So, um, oh, yeah. a lot of the trailers we got, you know, thirty, sometimes some of them a little longer spot spots during the game, and then you were told. Uh, at the end of most of those to watch the full trailer online so as soon as they aired during the game the full trailers were online uh in the case of the first one we got here um they released it uh, a little earlier ahead of the game like a couple of days before a lot uh, they've been doing that a lot lately i kind of think that kills the surprise of seeing it on the actual day um definitely super bowl 
Um, but yeah, we got uh, a quiet place day one, a uh, few days before the Super Bowl. Um, as we know, this is a uh, gonna be a prequel to a, a quiet place, and of course, a quiet place part two, uh, with uh, Lapita Nuango as the lead. And um, I think we mentioned this before briefly when we talked about it that I was, you know, the first one is a really good movie, and I it made a lot of money, and I didn't think it needed a sequel, but when we got one, the sequel was much better than it had any right to be. So, uh, yeah. And that's kind of how I feel about uh, this. Like, I like I don't... I mean, if John Krasinski, who co-wrote it, uh, thinks there is a universe to be built out of this that he thinks is good, I think I can trust him now after those first two movies. And, you know, he, mm-hmm. he didn't direct this one, but he did. Uh, he has a writing credit on it. Um, it looks good. I actually thought it, it looked look good. Uh, pretty, you know... You know, in the same vein as like the other ones, but I do like the whole like different, you know, kind of setting that this one establishes a little bit. But yeah, it looks and I'm glad that the trailer wasn't too long either. Like it was like it was just enough uh to get the gist of it. And um I don't know, I think we're gonna be in for a good one. What did you think of it when you watched it? I thought this was like a textbook trailer. This felt you know, I've it's um it's no secret with me, like very critical of trailers that show too much that are too long that give away their plots within the two and a half, three minute windows that they all seem to be this time or these days. Right. And I thought this trailer was perfect. Like it had, it had some dialogue, but nothing that really lent to the plot. We don't really have too much of a sense. There's not overburdened with, um, you know, description of what's going on. The length of the trailer was right. great. Um, I just thought it was textbook back to basics trailer that tells you a little bit about what you're in for, for the movie. And I had no complaints. A lot of look great. Um, thought Lupita Nyong'o is going to be great in this movie too. Big fan of hers. Um, I would say yep. too, a little bit worried for her character's cat in this movie because she is <laughs> in the beginning of the trailer, cuddling a furry cat walking down what looks to be like some busy street in New York, and then we see the uh, the aliens attack, and I don't think we see that cat for the rest of the trailer. So, animal lovers, cat lovers, yeah, beware, beware before you see a Quiet Place Day One. But yeah, I was thrilled with this trailer. I thought it was great, better than I even could have expected. And yeah, I, I agree with you too, though, about it being released because uh, I'd seen it before the Super Bowl, and it kind of I was expecting to get a brand new trailer for the bowl. Um, but yeah. whatever, it was a good trailer, so I wasn't really disappointed. Just surprised that they wasted that uh, that chance to premiere it at the Super well, Bowl, yeah whatever yeah if you're gonna spend seven million dollars on yeah yeah you know, I, I would think you want to exclusively premiered there but yeah I, I thought it was a good trailer too uh michael uh Cernoski is directing this he directed the movie pig uh oh right which i did, which I did like and I, I wanted to correct one thing actually john Chris, he wrote uh the uh oh yeah he wrote the uh screenplay and he came up with the story uh with uh, the director as well so um not in the director's chair but did write it with him and um and i hear he kind of handpicked him to kind of do this and uh got work on this project with him together so uh, yeah i have faith in it and in addition to the peter nongo joseph quinn's in it alex wolf uh who uh, most people might uh, remember from uh <laughs> hereditary <laughs> yeah yes, yeah sir. Uh, and Jaiman Hansu, which will kind of uh, create a link between A Quiet Place Part 2 because he was in that mm-hmm. um, as well. And uh, yeah, not much plot details. It just says that day one will introduce two characters attempting to survive the invasion in its early stages while in New York. Uh, that's probably, that's all we need to know right now. It's perfect. Uh, um, I completely and, agree. Uh, no, I thought, I thought it was a really good trailer. Like you said, it didn't give away too much and I'm excited to see it. Uh, I got no... Uh, 
uh, other than the cat uh, maybe, uh, <laughs> yeah. meeting a grizzly and I have no negative things to say about it. True. And uh, when yeah. is this one coming out anyway? Uh, this one comes out June 28th. So Nice. Uh, right before. Part, part of the summer weekend. box office. Yep. Yeah. All right. So um, uh, this next one, I guess, is really the one everyone right? was <laughs> waiting for for sure knew this one was gonna come and um of course we're talking about deadpool 3 which i guess now is under the the working title deadpool and wolverine seems to be what they're calling yeah. this movie which i think works great honestly and i gotta say too another trailer that i was pleasantly surprised with i didn't really know what to expect once we saw the first look at this movie um because i'm like a medium sort of fan of the the deadpool movies I like number one more than number two um, yeah. but this looks pretty sweet. Obviously, no, it's not been uh, a surprise that Hugh Jackman has been uh, cast to reprise his role as Wolverine in this movie. I really, really respect the restraint they had in this trailer by not going all in on his on his, his look, it's showing him a lot. I yeah, don't I never would have guessed that they would do that. I thought it would be all Hugh Jackman, so really impressed that they decided to just give a couple little glimpses. And I yeah. really like this trailer, I'm not gonna lie. What do you think? Yeah, I, I liked it too. Um, I I like that because what they have to set up with it is, you know, Deadpool was a 20th century, you know, Fox property, and then it, you know, is now a part of the greater MCU, which is a Disney thing. And a lot of people were so worried that Disney was going to neuter it, as you know, this was an R-rated movie, the first two. Count me um, in there. Yep. And the trailer kind of with some of the jokes and some of the things that were said, it pretty shows that they are not neutering it and it's in the same vein as the other two. So for those that thought they might've been, you know, pulling one over us and like saying, saying they were going to do one thing and not doing it. It looks like they are going all in on the okay. already. Keyword and- is looks like I'm not completely <laughs> sold yet. This is uh, you know, Disney has done this before where they show us a little bit of something and we don't necessarily get it, but I have faith with this trailer. I got to give them credit. Um, they really, they, they hooked a lot of people, myself included, and I would consider myself hesitant before, um, but yeah. if they if they deliver what they're showing with this trailer, then I'm all for it. Um, we got our, our, our red red band trailer with like lots of guts and gore and action and some yep. profane language that Deadpool is of course known for. Um, so if they you know don't neuter it like it seems like they're not going to, then you know it looks like they could have a winner on their hands. And I, there's a lot of talk too. I've been interested to see your opinion. I know it's kind of uh, we're a lot a few months out, but. This movie is kind of known for having carrying the MCU on its back right now. It's the only MCU release in 2024. Yeah. People are saying, is it going to make or break the MCU depending on how it goes? Like, do you have, do you want to weigh in on that conversation? Do you think one way or another? Uh, I think there's a lot of pressure on it and especially it being the only one. Uh, but I think uh, everyone viewing it as it's been of like a reset almost like, Hey, let's mm. get kind of go back to what, you know, Cause they have to do a reset a bit. Like does, you know, some people were so disappointed with certain entries in these last couple of phases and, mm-hmm. you know, and there's a genuine like over, oversaturation of Marvel stuff because of the shows and the movies. And then I think the quality in both started to suffer because there's too much of it. Right. And, you know, like we say, Kevin Feige is a mega producer and has done a lot, but even he can't, properly oversee all these things and exactly. give it 100 of his attention so i think what i like about it is it seems like they're giving uh ryan reynolds uh and his and the writers because he also uh 
wrote the script along with uh, uh, Rhett Reese, Paul Wernick, and Zeb Wells. And Sean Levy directed it. He, of course, has worked with Ryan Reynolds before. And I think they gave them a lot of creative freedom to do what they needed to do. And at least that's what it seems like. Like I said, you have to take this with a grain of salt. It seems like right. they're giving them a lot of creative freedom to do what they wanted to do. Um, it also seems start. like... This, yeah, it is. And it also seems like, you know, a lot of people complain that the movies got bogged down by a too much complicated multiverse stuff. And it looks like this might make fun of that a little bit where it's not going to like yes. take it so seriously. Like this is a multiverse story, but I think they're going to have fun with it and poke fun at that. And that is probably what they need to do after people complained about it being so complicated. Uh, they overcomplicated it, you know, when they introduced it. Yes. I believe like <clears throat> there's, I'm not the first to say this. I'm very much echoing other people's thoughts here, but um, if I'm of, in the camp that if you're, this is kind of like the vein that I would like to see a multiverse storyline tackled like this very meta humorous look at it, you know, casting some light on <clears throat> the oversaturation of this storyline, like the multiversal thing in the MCU over the last few years. Like it's kind of almost seems refreshing. And yeah. uh, I think it'll really be a chance to capitalize on the, the best parts of the multiverse storyline we'll have to offer like in the, in the MCU as a whole. So hoping that it's, you know, capitalized in the right way. It very much looks that way. And that uh, there's yeah. something else is going to say about it that I can't remember now. Um, but yeah, I guess overall looking forward to this one. Um, definitely planning to see it when it hits theaters. That's another summer release. Uh, yeah, July 26th. July so later 26th. in the summer. Um, okay. I also thought it was cool too, because there's all these rumors and stuff about what Fox Marvel X-Men characters might have cameos and all that. And they could have, also leaned into that a lot and shown stuff but i'm glad that they only there was one that i noticed in the trailer and I'm, other like burke was someone that picked up on it is okay. that aaron aaron stanford who played pyro in x2 and x in the last stand he is in the trailer for oh. deadpool and wolverine um i'm assuming playing pyro because he was i didn't pyro catch that the, okay because he was pyro in the uh those x-men movies so i'm like you know of all the people they could have like done the hit at that I, it was kind of cool that they picked like mm. a random side character, like oh, like you know, for people who are paying attention, like oh, like right. I remember him from those movies. So and they could have gone all in and used Jennifer Garner because she was rumored. I mean, I, I think she is in it right. as Electra. And there's also rumors of other X Men like James Marsden, Cyclops, Famke Jensen, Jean Grey, right. possibly Holly Berry, Storm. So there's like a lot of those rumors that are going around. But I, I think I'm glad that they picked someone that was lesser known to kind of just throw in there as an Easter egg and see who would notice it and right. run with that a little bit. So no, that was I, smart. I agree. It'll be nice and smart of them to actually leave some surprise for the theatrical experience and not throw it all on the screen in the promo before the movie actually debuts, because that seems to be something that is not done these days, especially with these big tentpole spectacle movies. So if, yeah. I mean, we'll see, I'm sure we're going to get another trailer or two before July 26th, but if they can keep up this restraint that they had with this trailer, I think that's definitely the right direction to go. And again, I, I applaud whoever crafted this trailer for not going in on the low hanging fruit. So yeah, no, that was, smart. That was a really it good was really trailer. Smart. So July 26th guys. All right. Um, the next one, um, I actually, by the way, we're two for two on liking the trailer. So far. yes, that's right. Uh, this next one I actually was pretty excited about. Cause it's, it feels like such a throwback to, disaster movies of you know back in the day the whole trailer felt that way mm -hmm. uh but we finally we got a first look at twisters which is a standalone sequel to the 1996 film twister that starred bill paxton and helen hunt uh this one stars daisy edgar jones glenn powell who's having a moment mm -hmm. <laughs> anthony 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 ramos is in this as well um 
I, 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 all I can say about the, tra- like the trailer is it seems to it. It seems like it was from a different time. <laughs> uh, like, like it felt like it felt very much like a 1996 trailer for the original Twister. That's what it reminded me of. And I uh, love that. It feels like a great, like you said, a great callback to the earlier disaster movies, but with you know obviously uh, updated effects and you know a 2024 sentimentality yeah. to it. I was really impressed with this trailer. Now. That being said, I've not seen. I might have seen clips, like maybe on TV, of the original Twister. I've definitely not seen the actual yeah, movie, so there's no nostalgia attached to this for me. And I, if there were any references to the first one uh, in this trailer, I didn't pick up on them. That being said, it's a standalone sort of experience for myself. Uh, yeah. I bought into this. I love the look of Glenn Powell in this movie. He looks great. I don't really know much from from Daisy Edgar Jones. Um, I, I I believe. She's like the main uh, lead, like with him in yeah, the in the, the trailer. But I don't recognize her. Like I know I've heard her name. I've, I've seen, so the o- only thing I know her from because uh, I had this, I saw it for work. But I've never watched Normal People, which I guess she's more known for. It was a mini okay. It was a mini series, but she was in that's on my the, list actually. She was in the movie version of Where the Crawdads Sing, which is like based on a book that came out like uh, the movie yes. came out, I think two years ago. That was a big um, phenomenon when it came out. I and, remember that, and the movie was a big hit, and that's what I remember her from. Um, and Anthony Ramos, of course, you know, he started on Hamilton Broadway and then turned that into a film career. Uh, he was in In the Heights okay. and Transformers Rise of the Beast. So, uh, and Brandon Pereira is also in it. He was the Fry's Electronics uh, guy from Nope, and he's in it. Oh, well. okay, nice. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I think it looks, I think it looks fun. Uh, again, another trailer that didn't really give away a lot. Um, you were wondering if there are any nods to the original movie. The only yes. thing I can see is they in the original movie they had this machine called Dorothy. Which you can't see in the new trailer, and Dorothy was supposed to be like they it were, they would put it in like in the tornado to like read what was going on inside of it, so they can actually see uh, like what goes on and okay. inside of the tornado. And they did have shots of it in the trailer for this. Is um, that the, the machine that has like these like uh, sort oh, like of balls like coming up? Yeah, out of coming it. Out yeah, of it. yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah. think it's hilarious. It's called Dorothy. Of Dorothy. course, that must be yeah. a Wizard Wizard of Oz yeah, reference. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so uh, that's slick. So that was that was cool, and um, the effects look cool. I, you know, if if anything about the '96 movie, the you can give it a shit for like you know story stuff that is. I mean, it you care more about like the destruction more than like you know, of course the kind of because Bill Paxton and Hello Hunt play. They were storm chasers, and they were in a relationship, and then they broke okay. they broken up they broken up, and she's gone off on her own. And there's like all this conflict between their characters based on them having it a past relationship which right. i guess you know you need that stuff to kind of you can't just have i guess tornadoes whipping through and destroying things for two hours <laughs> but uh what people also know twister for is that the effects were very much like it felt ahead of its time in a lot of ways so, do they hold up they really do hold up okay uh, awesome. and, and and sound wise too if you guys happen to have a copy of twister it, it and you, you have a surround sound system it still kicks pretty well it's okay. I, I watched twister like a year or two ago with a friend and it's still it's it's just so much fun. It's I like, will definitely it, be checking that out before this one drops on. Looks like another July release, July nineteenth. So definitely, yeah, a few months. To very get close, very close to Deadpool and Wolverine too. I mean, yeah. there's not going to be no mm. much breathing room between the two movies. Um, See how that uh, goes at the box office. Yeah, but this is definitely too uh, one of those movies. Uh, Glenn Powell said that it's not like a direct sequel. I mean, he they it seems like they were trying to like distance themselves from like we're not making a direct sequel to it. It's on a reboot. 
like they don't want to call it these things but mm. i don't know i don't know i feel like it's like a slick I mean, way of, i mean you're using the name the poster yeah. that they release also looks very similar to the poster, the poster is actually for, sweet that is a that's uh, how you make a movie poster like it's just yeah, simple it's, if you look up the poster for the original movie it's similar ish uh okay, it has like okay. the same vibe the same vibe uh, so I'm looking it up on IMDb uh, right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so more like menacing actually. With, with, yeah, so like in like in '96 when I was younger, that that poster in its own way like that didn't scare me, but I was like, that is a very imposing. <laughs> oh, photo. look at that, Michael <laughs> Michael uh, Crichton as uh, a writer of uh, the first Twister. Yeah. He of course wrote uh, Jurassic, the novel Jurassic Park that was adapted from. That's a pretty yeah. cool connection. I did not know that. And Philip Seymour Hoffman's in this movie too. Like, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of in the, like in the '96 like, one. Oh, yeah, yeah Twister, yeah. Um, so and John John Carrie John Debont John Debont uh, directed it. Uh, he also he's known for directing Speed, uh, and he's a really good action. Nice. Or at least he was a good a good action director back then. <laughs> Speed um, is awesome though. <laughs> that movie kicks ass. Uh, and I think also fun fact about Twister is Steven Spielberg was uh, going to do it at one point. It it, it was part of like Ooh. Amblin Entertainment, so he did produce it. But then John Debont saw that yeah, for this was, one too for Twisters. Yeah, he is a good. Uh, John DeBot was a good choice back then for, for this kind of movie. Because uh, Speed is, uh, that's also something that has an anniversary this year because uh, it came out in 94. Speed? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. That should be one that we uh, get to. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and yeah, so he was a good director for that kind of movie. And uh, it, like I said, the effects hold up really well. And I'm glad that this movie felt very much like a throwback to that era. It wasn't trying to be something like completely new. I mean, like, because like, yeah, mm. I think there's like a, kind of a little bit of an old school sensibility to like a disaster film. That oh, they sure. feel very much of the, of their time, and uh, you know, but yeah, I only thing with Sandy what Quinn Powell said about what the movie actually is. I mean, I, I mean, that's feels like clever wordsmanship on trying not to be like, yeah, it's mm. our own thing, even though we're using the name, <laughs> and, yeah. you know, and throwing an S at the end of it to make it, you know, oh, that's why it's a sequel. It's Twisters. There's two, mm. uh, uh, but yeah, it still looks fun. No, I I thought it looked. Fun. Definitely looks a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, I definitely got to check out that first one. I would see that for Philip Seymour Hoffman and Bill Paxson alone, both of whom I love, both of whom are deceased. Rest in peace to those amazing talents. Yeah, I know crazy. Philip Seymour Hoffman was in. I knew that also, Bill Paxson uh, was, but that's crazy. You, you've seen the you've seen the Lost Boys too, right? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Jamie Jamie Gertz is also in it. She played Star in the Lost Boys. She's also oh, in Twister. Okay, nice. Uh, and she actually she plays Bill Paxson's current wife and she has a few funny scenes that like once you see them you're like oh yeah it's like one of those things like someone posted a video of her actually from one of her lines i won't ruin it here but they put it okay. uh, in the video and like as a like gif and they're like basically saying like if this new movie doesn't have a moment like this i don't want it okay <laughs> so, like so yeah <laughs> i can't wait to see what you're talking about i definitely <laughs> probably will plan to get that uh the first one in maybe earlier in july depending on what the, the yeah watch calendar looks like but that'll be something to look forward to very much looking forward to twisters and i gotta say i do like just the simple adding the s to the title like alien and aliens yeah. I, and i'm aliens, sucker yeah. for that like it's just it, it's so it sounds so much better than twister 2 if that's what like so yeah i as simple and derivative as it may be i'm kind of on board for it so yeah, yeah. catch that one uh july 19th that's exciting 19th. Wow, three for three. We usually don't. We yeah. usually have like one. We usually have one that we're like, eh. <laughs> there might be because we're covering five, I think, here. And oh, this yeah. next one, uh, this is one that like I was a little bit like honestly, I, I think I just have a soft spot for this IP. Um, but this next trailer, uh, uh, Kingdom of the Planet of the, Planet of the Apes. I was four for four for me. I'm not sure what you thought of this trailer. I liked the teaser when it came out earlier in the year. 
Yeah. Like, I could nitpick it a little bit. Sure. There's, I'd say the motion capture doesn't hold up quite as well as the earlier three, but I mean, that's a nitpick. Yeah. It still looks great effect effects wise, but yeah, this trailer, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, I'm in on this. I really like the setting and the direction, the story of this apes uh, series is going. I, think i would have been fine if the trilogy had ended back with um matt reeves so, la- i think the last one was yeah. 2017 was it so this is a I while so, yeah. a while since uh we've been back in this universe but um so far from what we've seen i'm really on board with uh the fourth one what did you think of the trailer i thought the trailer looked really good and i was yeah. i had concerns i actually liked this i liked those three movies um a lot yeah, and i too, think what a lot. And i think what i liked about them is because i didn't expect to like them mm-hmm. <laughs> um like, like when i saw when i saw rise i was like i thought it was gonna be like a really kind of silly just entertaining i mean because like i'm i so i'm not i've seen the original planet of the apes uh um, a long time it's right. been a long time since i watched it and of course i didn't see a lot of the sequels and stuff that followed after that so i own my bigger my biggest exposure to that ip was the tim burton reboot which i hated mm. I, I didn't like oh, it at all boy. Uh, um, Who does? So, so that was like a concern but then when i remember when i saw the trailer for rise i was like that looks pretty good but like it might just be entertaining and then i did have more faith in it because andy circus is gonna be involved and like he you know mm. he has made such a great case for you know a lot of people say that motion capture should be considered for Oscar nominations because he he brings uh, characters to life so well, but I don't yes, think they does. it gets the credit that it deserves because you know the Academy is pretty in certain ways a little uh, not with the times and still no a little, a little bit school. out of touch yeah but yeah um, yeah so I was so I was pretty surprised when I saw Rise but then they got progressively better like I mean they really got like I mean they they. I can't even. I don't have any bad thing to say about the first three. They're really, really good. I'm a little bit. Um, oh, what's the term there? I, I'm a little far removed from them. I haven't really seen any of them since uh, War for the Planet of the Apes came out in 2017. So I'm definitely yeah. due to go through that series. But um, I believe my rewatches of those first three will probably come right before this one drops uh, in theaters. The release date I do not have in front of me, but yeah, very much excited to see rise dawn and war of the planet of the apes again, because kingdom looks like I'm, I'm in, will it be amazing? I don't know, but like, I'm down to check it out. Uh, it's, it's got my vote of confidence for now. It looks really good. Uh, so West ball is known for directing the Maze Runner trilogy. Now I'm not saying that those are bad movies. They're entertaining for what they are. I mean, they were kind of like came out during that, uh, glut of young adult dystopian yes. <laughs> movies that were based on books <laughs> i read those books actually and they're fantastic novels um so i was a little bit biased with the movies they're not terrible but they don't do the books justice i'll put it put it that way yeah so like i was a little concerned with that but i was like no but they they're competently made and they're well directed it's like so i don't think that was an issue with like if you had any issues with the main brother movies i don't think the direction from west ball is one of them no. and then i was also kind of happy i mean there's there aren't like big stars in this movie no uh, which i which makes me happy that there, there's more of a focus on the apes and that universe and just that story rather than throwing in big leads to the kind of distract from that so mm-hmm. i actually like that direction too that and and the, i love that that new trailer just really showed that it was just you know definitely and and everything looks so great and i know that some people are concerned about andy circus not being involved uh but west ball said that uh yeah, he had worked with Andy previously on another project, and uh, he talked with them about wanting to try to get him in it. And uh, what they decided at the end of the day was that you know this is a new story, new direction. You know, they 
he shouldn't be involved in that way. But I guess he okay. did talk to a lot of the actors who were doing motion capture work on it. And he was very integral behind the scenes talking to them about his experience and then trying to help them with their experience on this new one. So he was involved in some way, I guess. And, and, and you know, circus, this is yeah, okay. Yeah, That's yeah. awesome. And just and just speaking with the actors on, you know, what the experience would be like and what they can expect. So I think that was cool that he you know tried to fit him in, in some way and then Definitely. uh realized that no, maybe that wasn't the best direction. And they both agreed, but he did come in and talk to the actors about uh what they should expect and you know how gratifying that experience was for him too when he he'd did be it. the guy that you'd want to chat about motion capture without a doubt it would be it would speak volumes for this movie uh if it had his endorsement or his blessing whatever you want to say because uh yeah. Andy circus is definitely the man i would love for him to have been doing this movie um but you know what if uh west ball has his his endorsement then i'm all for it i'm excited for this one uh yeah. and like i said yeah gonna binge those that earlier trilogy i i really gotta see the original um it's been on my list for too too long um yeah. And that would be a good one to cover. I know it's not doesn't have an anniversary this year. I might sneak it in though sometime. And Tim Burton's I've never seen either, but that's one that I I uh, might watch as like a comedy someday. I don't know if I you, really you, you might. You, I just don't have the three thousand, man. Like <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know if Cam has seen it. Your buddy, uh, but if he hasn't, uh, or if he has, I don't know. maybe sure. you guys can make fun of it together. That would be like <laughs> how I watch it if I do. Yeah, because it's so laughably bad. And then Mark, Wahlberg I know all but that. Yeah, oh, I, know the Abraham Lincoln. I know the end, uh, I've seen that a million times on like you know the internet and yeah. whatnot, but it definitely seems hilarious. Yeah, in uh, all the wrong ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not not any attention at all, right? Yeah. Um, so this one comes out on May 10th. Uh, this is uh, yeah, it probably kicks off our summer movie season. So nice, good job on that. Well, I'm just curious actually. You say May 10th, I'm on IMDb here, it says expected May 24th. What's your source oh, for May 10th? Oh, you know what? I just looked up Wikipedia, so I can oh, okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, I'll look, yeah. So well, either way, I, well, I, yeah, it'll be in May for sure. I was about to say before you said May 10th, I was gonna say expected May 24th, but IMDb is not always on the ball with some of their some of their release dates, so that could be wrong for sure. But May, it seems like it's definitely coming out earlier in the beginning of the summer season, like you said. Yep. Uh, so I guess this next one, uh, which I wasn't expecting them to drop this trailer during the Super Bowl because this doesn't really scream like you know predominantly male driven. But then I thought, but <laughs> That's then a I good thought point, actually, yeah. But, well, but then I thought maybe they were like, hey, a lot of women are going to be watching it because of the Taylor Swift stuff. So uh, maybe true. maybe maybe that was the direction they went. Uh, but we got our first look at, and this is a true teaser because it's a, a little like a little over a minute, I think, right at the nose of Wicked. Uh, which is, of course, based on uh, a Broadway musical and a very popular Broadway musical. Um, and which I've actually is, seen on Broadway, and it was fantastic. Yeah, the only time I've seen a Broadway play. A lot of people I know who have seen it loved it, and I haven't. I've never seen it, uh, but they all have really great things to say about it. Um, it is fantastic. This is being uh, dubbed as Wicked Part One because this was it was split into two parts. Um, directed by John M. Chu, who directed In the Heights, which is a truly underrated musical that unfortunately didn't do well because of COVID and a bunch of other reasons it didn't do well, but he also okay. directed crazy rich, crazy rich agents, which was pretty ah, good too. Okay. Uh, and uh, also stars uh, Ariana Grande, uh, Cynthia Rabo, Michelle Yeoh, Jeff Goldblum, Jonathan Bailey, and Ethan Slater. Uh, there's actually a few people in this movie. Uh, and no kidding. I, I had to look, so I had to look at the trailer based on, I don't know anything about, I mean, I know the gist of the musical, but I've never seen it. And right. um I thought it was a good teaser to kind of tease what it is um, mm -hmm. on that level. And 
I honestly, some people still think that this is a trailer that tried to hide the fact that it was a musical. I didn't think that was the case, but I, mean, I, I don't okay, know. I, I kind of <laughs> thought that like you get a little bit of a background, sort of a sing songy voice, but like, I, but, yeah. I, I think it was cleverly disguising. It definitely didn't lean in that it's a musical. I don't yeah. know if you would agree with that, but I was kind of thinking, yeah, oh, I, guess I don't think it's a great that it's a musical. That's for sure. Maybe yeah. not hiding, but not embracing at least. Yeah. But I think this one would be hard to hide. I mean, everyone knows that. Wicked yeah, true. Jamie is a musical, but yeah, everyone but that knows of, the IP definitely. But um, yeah, I'm a lot, sure a lot of studios have been. It. Yeah, yeah, a lot of studios have been doing this lately, where they're like, "Hey, musicals aren't for everyone, so let's do the whole bait and switch." <laughs> like, which I just don't to go fundamentally <laughs> understand that approach. Like, why you would want to like potentially piss off X percent of your you know, theater goers that aren't going in looking for a musical that then find themselves in one. Like, I just feel like that is such a gamble. Like when it comes to like how it's going to be reviewed, like walkouts. Um, But in any case, I did not know a, until I watched the the trailer before we recorded that it was slated as like a part one of two. I literally did not know that at all. Kind of confused as to why maybe it's just a big. So you've you've seen it, right? So you've seen it. Like, does it, is it something that has like a ton of songs and maybe they were like, Hey, we don't want to cut anything. So let's maybe uh, now keep in mind. I saw this when I was in 12th grade. So this was like eight years ago. I don't really recall. Like it was probably a two, two and a half hour production. I think you could do this in one movie, but like, I probably need to like read up a little bit on it more and, and see, um, because I'm a yeah. little bit again, out of touch with the experience. I, I just remember thoroughly loving it. It was my first exposure to Broadway. Um, anything beyond like local plays at like here in Fredericton. So I was quite, yeah. quite taken aback with it. It was awesome, but I do, I don't really know. I think you could be onto something. Maybe they just don't want to cut some stuff out, but I feel like you could make this just one long movie. Um, yeah. But what also gives me faith is I didn't realize that uh, John Chu had uh, already directed a musical. So that's great that he has experience in that yeah. realm. Yeah. yeah. And the heist was great too. So um, like mm-hmm. I, it, it deserved better than what it got on, I gotta they say, got really great reviews. Yeah. But. Okay. This is an easy front runner, I think, for 2025's Oscars, uh, at least in the production uh, quality yeah. aspects. Like those technicals, like it looked beautiful. Like the costumes, yeah, makeup, great. production design looked like definitely Oscar worthy for sure. Yeah. And I had a friend yesterday when this trailer came on because she was like, Oh, I didn't know that Ariana Grande was an actress. Well, I was like, Hey, she was <laughs> on that show, Victoria. She was on that show, Victorious, for three years on, I believe, Nickelodeon. Oh, yeah, I always forget so about she, that. Yeah. So she was a Nickelodeon girl. And then she was on uh, Ryan Murphy's Scream Queens in season one. Not a big part, but she uh, didn't know that either. Did, did that show as well. So she's and then, but up, I, I think. Yeah. And yeah, she's in that as well. So, like, right. but I primarily hired for her singing chops because she has a great voice. She um, does. As, and Cynthia Rebo is both. She is a great actress and she can sing. Um, so I don't know that she that. can sing. And I know mm. that, and you know, they're, uh, what I do know about Wicked is Kristen Chenoweth and Adina Mizell, uh, you know, were, you know, pretty uh, linked to those roles uh, on Broadway and a lot of people really love them. So I know it's kind of, it's probably daunting to try to replace them but i guess chris is, uh should know with his really good friends ariana grande and okay. uh and was pretty happy with both choices and thinks that they both will do those roles justice so i wish i knew more about the musical uh, I, I think i would feel oh, like more excited about it if i knew you more got about plenty it. of time because this is not coming out till the end of november of this year so that is quite which i thought was quite early for a super bowl premiere of the trailer I yeah that's, that's why i thought that was that interesting too that's yeah. not that common and you know i I'm surprised that 
they went that route, but I mean, yeah, I mean, they're probably, oh, and I didn't realize it was a $145 million budget on top of that. <laughs> too. Um, and Universal actually had, they had that spot and they also had, we're not going to talk about it because it was a short trailer and the trailer already came out like a while ago, but they even had a, uh, a, tr- a spot for the fall guy. So they had two Super Bowl spots that I saw Damn. Uh, and, you know, $7 million a piece. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, not bad. But yeah. But yeah, um, I think it looks good. I just wish I knew more about the musical. But like I have, like you said, I have a lot, a lot of time to learn about it. Yes, um, sir. Definitely interested in seeing it, though. I think it it'd be exciting. And like I said, uh, In the Heights was solid. So I would like to see what he does with an even bigger budget and bigger uh, production value and all that. So yeah, pretty excited to see what mm. they do with it. So with these five Super Bowl trailers out of the way, this is something that I wanted to bring up um, that we mentioned sort of before the Super Bowl actually premiered. There was some speculation that A24 might release a trailer for, again, I can't remember. I know it wasn't Civil Max, War. Max, Maxine. There, yeah, there, so there, we didn't, we didn't get a, that, did we? We did not get that. And I kind of, I it was wishful thinking on my part when I saw that. And I was like, I don't know if A24 is going to spend $7 million on that. Super Bowl spot, and if they did, would they use it for Maxine or would they use it for like Civil War? Right. Um, but no, they did not. We still don't have a Maxine trailer, and I'm I'm bugged that we don't. Where I feel the like hell we is one. it, man? I, I feel like I want so bad. Feel like we should have had one by now, and it's mm. ridiculous, like absolutely ridiculous. Although I gotta say too, I, I think like premiere or like not premiering, but showing a Civil War trailer at the Super Bowl oh, would have been very irresponsible. That wouldn't have gone <laughs> over consider well. The, without, considering the okay, climate, Amer- right America's game and like you know yeah. drunk, drunk people depending on when they launched that trailer if it was like right if it was after halftime they probably were like what the fuck is that so like, yeah <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. I, I did rewatch the trailer today actually just because it, it automatically popped up after i watched i think like the twisters trailer again and i, I just watched it through because like i'm so excited for that movie and it looks so epic and incredible but yeah the trailer is amazing i actually i want another trailer before it comes out but i think it's march so it's not that far yeah. away yeah yep uh, so I think that's the whole little trailer breakdown. Yeah, uh, exactly. So some Bowl. good stuff came out of the Super Bowl. Very happy yeah, there, overall. There were some other ones. They were like the Super Bowl before, and I think Inside Out 2 had a spot. Um, yeah. They, they, they look like fun for the entire family. So, yeah, check those out, too, if you didn't get to watch them. <laughs> Kung, the Kung Fu Panda 4, I think, had one. Yeah, I had one. And, so, yeah, and I think If, too, the that imaginary friend one with Ryan. Yeah, Reynolds. I never I'm actually sorry. caught that one. Um, yeah. but on that note, almost all of these, with the exception of Wicked, which is I, sort of a prequel, but it, I, anyway, that might be the anomaly here, but almost all of these were like third or fourth entries into series, which is quite yep. crazy. Prequel, prequel, sequels, reboots, yep. reimaginings. Exactly, yeah. with the exception of The Fall Guy, which seemed to be an original. Be a, original, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, actually, that's based on a show. So oh, I, I just realized that. It's based on a TV show. Okay. So, yeah. I take it uh, back. <laughs> never mind. So yeah, I don't think I can't. I don't think if there were any original. Well, I guess if is there, they they had if there. Okay, That's see, and I didn't see that. So. so yeah, okay. but yeah, we're 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 in the year of the sequel people. Oh, we've been there. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> it's funny to see like how prevalent it really is. But that being said, a lot of these, uh, as we just mentioned, like quite excited for. Regardless, they're not yeah. always bad, but it would be nice to see a little bit more completely original content in there. But you know, it is what it is. Uh, overall passing grade to the trailers that we uh took away from on the Super Bowl yeah. Sunday. Definitely. Yeah. All right. We got some news things that we we're gonna like speed through uh for you guys. Uh just because mm-hmm. we didn't want to like go by without mentioning them. There was one we really have to mention because yeah. uh, our last episode our last episode we told you that David Leach was directing or in talks to direct the Jurassic World sequel and we were all excited. 
about yes. slow motion dinosaurs with guns and like wire work. And that, now we're not getting that. Yeah, 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 yeah that, that, those talks have fallen through, so he's no yeah. longer attached. Is there anything else yeah. about that? Is anybody else in no, the talks? No, they uh, no, not right now. They know that they they know they need to quickly find someone because they they did fast track this movie for July second, twenty twenty five release date. So it's like one of those things that they have to find someone soon. And apparently, uh, even though they are high on Fall Guy, he's doing that for Universal. I don't think it was like a bad blood kind of thing. They just didn't, they created differences on like what his direction and what their direction was for okay. Jurassic World. And there's not a lot of story there. It just like now there's no director. And it, and it does kind of concern me that, uh, you know, down, that we're this know. far, yeah. That we're this yeah, far but, out, and there's not even a director yet. I think that's definitely, yeah, um, something that's going to anchor that production big time. Now, let me ask you this: Who would you pick from a hat to do a Jurassic World movie? Like a completely original, no oh, previous Jesus. characters being brought back. Who's your guy or gal? I don't know, man. And I ask this not I really got... having one in mind either, so I can't even. <laughs> really, I don't even know. I kind of. On the spot. I kind of wish that we weren't even getting one. Uh, to be honest, um, I mean that's not a that's completely fair. What if still what if Spielberg went back and did another one? Yeah, I mean I think but, I'd be on board with that. I think it'd be pretty cool. Um, it'd be nice because he would probably I would like to think that he would do something like that practically if he could, which would be really cool. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so that's I can't think of anyone else. I mean, off the top of my head, he'd be a safe bet. That's for maybe, sure. I don't even know what is his next maybe, thing that he's doing. Oh, yeah, I don't even know what he's doing. Wonder if he'll bite. Wonder, wonder if he'll bite if uh, now that he knows uh, that the director director <laughs> chair is up for grabs. You know, Listen, he just like, like, uh, who handles creatures really well? What about like Guillermo del Toro? I think he would do a dinosaur movie. Quite that would be cool. a really, it would, it would yeah. be really weird. I mean, <laughs> it would be, be really very different. Like a gothic, uh, like, like fairy tale dinosaur movie. Like, yeah, that'd that be would be super sick. That would be something else. Uh, <laughs> Or, you know, oh, yeah, I be. can't think of anyone. Someone plug that into like an AI generator, like a Guillermo del Toro Jurassic Park movie, and see what that <laughs> that imagery would look like. That would be quite yeah. cool. Yeah, but yeah, for now, no director, still mm-hmm. have the writer, and they still have a release date. So July 2nd, 2025, okay. and, they, and they're on the hunt. <laughs> <laughs> on that, well, speaking of on the hunt, that's a great segue. Um, we've got another Predator movie uh, in development this time, uh, again from Dan Trachtenberg, who directed 2022's Prey, which was sort of a prequel to the other Predator movies in the series. There, and this is not the one that he's attached to. I believe they're working with the title of Badlands. It's not a Prey yep. sequel, although there is still talks of developing a Prey, a Prey sequel. But Dan Trachtenberg is now. Right. Slated to direct a, a new, different Predator movie called Badlands, and I'm oh, I can I'm hoping there was a lot of um, discourse online after Prey and the whole historical aspect that that movie went with with the with the oh. settling of North America. There was a lot of yeah, yeah. Um, sort of like fan discourse online of like a, a samurai uh, infused Predator story, and I would love that to be the direction for this one. I don't know how many details about this uh, badlands movie uh, are out there but that would just be so awesome there's been a lot of great um fan story art out there about yeah. like a samurai predator movie would be so awesome but very excited to see what becomes of that i'm a big predator fan i believe you are too is that right the first the first one's so good yeah I, and i love the first and i love the first one because like it's just like we don't need any backstory that thing just comes down to earth and just yeah fuck shit, and fuck shit up and like, that's all i need I, like, once the yep. more they tried to explain that like in the second one and then 
of course, Alien versus Predator, and then like Predator. Mm. Actually, Predator. Predators is the one that Robin Rodriguez produced, the one with Topher Grace and Adrian Brody. Mm-hmm. I remember liking that one. Uh, I haven't watched I, it in a really long time. I have a soft spot for that movie big time. It's not yeah. perfect by any means, but like in the Predator canon, uh, it, it has a lot of cool cool stuff in that movie. I really actually yeah. do like that one. Yeah. The Predator was awful. Uh, the Predator <laughs> was one. awful, and it <laughs> should have been really great, bad. and it sucked. Yeah. yeah, and but, Shane but Black I like the attractive sucks because, like, yeah. I thought Prey was good, and I also like Tim Cloverfield Lane. He also did that. Yes, um, that's right. It's also really good. Um, interesting things about this, though, it, it is a high priority movie, Badlands for 20th Century. Uh, but there's no word whether or not they want to make it a Hulu exclusive, like they did with Prey, or try to go theatrical uh, with it. Um, mm. The reason that they kind of want to, I mean, would probably want to stick to the whole Hulu thing is that it was it. One it broke streaming records for Hulu. Created, That's right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, of course, this is based on what they're telling us because they they keep those numbers like like that. And what sort <laughs> of like movies are premiering on Hulu? Like, is that? Yeah, I don't know, what yeah. Was like, there wasn't a, there, there wasn't a ton of competition. Right. <laughs> I probably, but I still, I mean, I know I know it was well movie. received though, and yeah, actually, yep. I think some of the best reviews, if not the best reviewed movie of the Predator franchise, uh, okay, so which it, is it, suspect, but it is a good movie. I actually <laughs> saw it twice, so like I I enjoyed it, and yep, uh, I I'm glad that he's uh, involved with this. Uh, yeah, no plot details or anything when it's coming out, but they are fast tracking it, and they said that that they think that he's already been like auditioning people for the leads too. So okay, it's, I, so it's far along, I guess. On that note, actually, I do remember reading that uh, it, it will have a female lead again, uh, as in the vein oh, of Prey. So we know that at least, um, which is great. But yeah, uh, excited. I'm sure as more details uh, inevitably come out about this movie, we'll be covering it. Being you know big Predator fans, so. Stay tuned yeah. for more news on that. I cannot wait to get hopefully a theatrical Predator experience again because 2018's The Predator just did not do it. <laughs> no, did not, did not no. at all. Um, and here's some bad news. Uh, like I hate this kind of news because I think it's ridiculous to have a completed movie. And uh, was that the case with this again? I didn't realize it was completed. Yep. Not, oh, and wow. not only is this a completed movie, but this is a completed movie that apparently test high at high test scores. A lot of people were liking it. They're comparing it favorably to Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which is like a great comparison for a live action animation hybrid. Okay. Uh, we are talking about uh, Coyote versus Acme, which was killed at Warner Brothers and, you know, at four attacks right off. Uh, this was a, there was big debate on whose decision this was, but they said ultimately it comes down to David Zasloff, who they said had not actually viewed the film, which makes it even worse that he oh, man. Uh, is doing it this way. But there was some hope that uh, other people could pick it up. Um, hmm. They did. Uh, Amazon, Netflix, and Paramount were all interested, but Warner Brothers wanted 75 to $80 million for the film, and uh, Netflix expressed interest, but they wanted to get it for less than $70 million, and then everyone else was like, no, sadly, they didn't pick it up either. Uh, so... Yeah, that is a done deal, unfortunately. And I think that's really sad because a lot of people I, I I remember I forgot I forgot which post I read. I can't believe I don't know if it was like one of the people that did the music or someone that said that they put their blood, sweat, and tears for that movie for years. Cause when you do like an animated movie, it's years of work. Oh, and, absolutely. And they just work. Yeah, and they just couldn't believe that uh they were doing this. And I, I was so hopeful that another uh platform or studio would pick it up but yeah it didn't happen so let me ask you this because i grew up watching yeah the uh the bugs bunny and universe characters like the wily coyote all that stuff but i do not know what acme is like i've never heard of that before so, uh, so you know? acme is the whole it's the whole like uh 
where the like Looney Tunes characters come from, basically. Looney Tunes, yes, that's what yeah, I was yeah, 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 looking yeah. for. Okay. Yeah, huh. so it's associated with that. And John Cena was gonna be in this, a few other people who are like the live action stars. And like I said, they said it tested super high. And that's uh, and shame. they and they can't and they can't believe this is not like a bad girl situation, which I I don't even think they should have gotten rid of that. I mean, even if the movie wasn't good to them, to to completely shelve a movie for a tax write-off because uh you know, hmm. at, at all that hard work that goes into making movies, it's so it's so disappointing to see that. But I was hopeful that it was going to get picked up by someone else. This, you know, for all this, Warner Brothers has done some good stuff, right? They they spearheaded Barbie, and that made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have this deal with Tom Cruise, which sounds promising and all that. But David Zaslav is not a studio guy; he's a businessman when it comes mm. down to it. And right. you know, and these are businesses. The fact that he didn't even watch the movie before doing this. Is very telling of the kind of operation he's running. So, right. I mean, that's disappointing to say the least. And this is like the third Warner Brothers movie that has been completely killed before ever being yeah, released so in the last back, like, couple so, years. So, Batgirl, Girl, there was a that a, an animated sequel to that movie Scoob that had like Zach Efron as a voice mm. and all that. They got right. rid of that. That's the one I was uh, forgetting. And then this one, uh, another Jeez. one. But this one was this one was different from those two because they you know they everyone was very high on it. They really thought they hmm. had a winner with it you know again if you've seen who framed rabbit rabbit if you're comparing it to that then that is a very good that's high praise. high praise i've not so. seen it but i remember i had a my french teacher in high school always sung praises about who framed roger rabbit and i don't think anybody else in my class at 15 years old knew or gave a shit about what who framed roger rabbit was but i always remember yeah. that was my introduction to that and i've since obviously i, I know so, of the movie so but I've never seen good. it yet it's so good and way ahead and way groundbreaking ahead of time, for yeah, yeah, blending yeah. the cartoon and live action animation which is pretty cool yeah um so yeah unfortunately but um you can uh tee up some positive uh movie news uh for us as far as yes someone's next, next project i guess yes exactly <laughs> so for those that have been listening recently uh gays and i both recently watched uh past lives from 2023 and it made both of our top 10 lists um, it actually came in at your number one from 2023 one. and my yeah. number two spot right behind Oppenheimer. Uh, fun side note about that too, is that, uh, you guys voted, uh, on our Instagram story for our lists and who had the, not better list, but like a friendly competition whose lists, I think the question was posed, yeah, who, yeah. whose lists do you find most similar to yours? And we scored an even 50, 50 on that. So that was fun. Thank you guys for voting on that poll. Um, so they love us both. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's great. And I mean, yeah, we could <laughs> have go. some similar movies on there, but a lot of differences too. But Past yeah. Lives, back to the point here, uh, was fantastic. Directed by Celine Song in her debut feature film last year. So she now, uh, she has her next movie slated to be with A24, who fans of that studio are going to be very excited to hear, myself included. And it's uh, supposedly a romantic comedy. I don't know how much else we know about it right now, other than um, there's three people uh, I don't know if it was official cast or if they're just slated to be in it. Do you know? I, I know it's Dakota I think Johnson. In talks, but I think they're in talks, talks, but okay. I think the talks are very. I think it's very close, though. I think it's like okay. almost a done deal. For them. So Dakota Johnson, oh, yeah, Dakota- Chris Evans, and Pedro Pascal. Pascal. And I just didn't want to say yeah. they were cast and 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 be wrong about that. So thank you. Um, yeah, I that's know, crazy. And it's, the, it's it's called the uh, Materialists, and it is a romantic comedy, and okay. uh, it. 
it's a New York set rom-com following a high-end matchmaker who gets involved with a wealthy man. Uh, they said the roles Johnson, Pascal, and Evans would be playing have not been disclosed as of, as of right now. Um, but I guess she hinted that this is going to be our next movie uh, when she was promoting Past Lives. So uh, okay. at first I was like, oh, I was like, romantic comedy, huh? I wasn't expecting that to be the next thing. But if it's like A24 romantic comedy and uh, yeah. with a strong writer, then I can get behind that, I think. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and the cast is pretty, pretty good, too. I mean... Uh, like we, we we talked about Dakota Johnson off the live, uh, but when she's in some when she's in good stuff, she's in some good stuff. Like Definitely. I love that movie, uh, Cha Cha Real Smooth. I love that movie, and she was really good in that. Okay, and uh, and, and Chris Evans and Pedro and Pedro Pascal is having a moment too. So uh, I like the I like the cast. I like knowing that she has something else lined up to do. Mm. Um, she actually had a pretty good weekend as well because I believe she won a DGA award for best uh, first feature uh, nice. uh, for the from, from the Directors Guild of America, and Christopher Nolan actually won the DGA award for best director, which means he's likely going to win the Oscar uh, for best director. So. Awesome! Hopefully that is how that plays. I would be very happy for him. But yeah, I did see that he won the the best director yeah, award of the DGA, which is awesome. Yeah, and, and good for her for winning the first best first feature because very well it, deserved. It was a My pretty God, what strong awesome movie, movie out of the gate. Yeah, and gutted gutted both of us. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Know. There's nothing <laughs> um, left to me after watching that movie. But then I think I said to you after I saw that story. I think I said it to you. It was like, oh, like first she tried to make us cry, and now she wants to make us laugh. Well, good for her. <laughs> she she's very in touch, I think, with like the nuances of romance. It seems, um, and she also must be from New York. I'm guessing with two New York set movies back to back. That's what that yeah indicates. It to reminds me. me of like yeah, it reminds me of like the kind of like. Woody Allen has that same vibe too. Uh, that he's very much of that area, and right. then like Spike Lee, another one. Yeah, yeah, Spike. Yeah, same thing. So yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited that she's just. I just wanted to see what she does next. I can't it? wait to see what she does next. I'm with you, man. Yeah, she's yeah. great. And speaking of Dakota Johnson, uh, <clears throat> I believe this episode <laughs> will be our vehicle into Madam Web's box office performance, which is uh, slated to come out this upcoming weekend. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, how's that looking? <laughs> so, <laughs> first of all, box office in general was pretty dismal. It was Super Bowl weekend. We warned you guys. Uh, right. The number one, the number one movie in America is still Argyle. Uh, it made six point two billion dollars. Oh, it dropped six. It, it, it dropped. It dropped sixty four point two percent. I forgot. I know I predicted nine point five for Lisa Frankenstein. I forgot what you did, but uh, stand by. <laughs> I wrote it, it down. It, it opened to three point six. In, oh in my place. god yeah <clears throat> i went in under you by half a million at nine. Oh, and that's because i like price is right did you and you were like yes, oh, i'm going first did. next time <laughs> yes you did that's right it, it so, opened up you said 3.6 million 3.6 in oh, second wow. place. that's how yeah so blame the super bowl or blame the lack of quality stuff out Pro- right now combination of both i think um, i did hear uh, though that lisa frankenstein is like uh destined to be like a cult classic cult in a classic. Few years. I heard yeah that. i, heard I, that too, I yeah. would check it out for sure i don't know if i'll go to the theaters to see it although i'm definitely missing the theaters right now i haven't seen anything i the haven't gone Ferrari, the beginning of january mean girls and that was for work and then like uh there's nothing has been out that i really wanted to no see. dune and the beginning of march that'll be probably my yeah. next time being there um, but okay, bear in mind this movie is opening on Valentine's Day because you know I guess they are hoping that this will oh. be a good date night date night movie. Um, and it also is opening over the six day Valentine's Day President Day stretch, so this is a holiday weekend uh, as well. But the projections for it over six days is twenty to twenty five million dollars. That <laughs> that is not 
Oh man, on a so, what but, budget? Do we know? Oh, let me look it up. Uh, by I'm the way, we're, we're not predicting this movie, but Bob Marley One Love is projected to open higher at thirty to thirty-five, which is like a, mu- a music biopic is possibly going to outgross uh, a Marvel you know, movie. Marvel movie. I mean, so Marvel, Marvel movie, loosely, Mar- yeah, loosely. I can never find where IMDb keeps their budget information. I know it's at the well, bottom, I, but where is it? I see one thing that says less. Oh, eighty million dollars. So oh. not bad, not horrible, but it can be like. I mean, well, I, compared to what it's going to open at, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> so. Um, this is an automatic flop. Yeah, I think 80 so. <laughs> million. Oh boy, that's tough. Um, I don't want to like kick the movie wise down because I that 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 embargo lives tomorrow, and I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> you said this. Uh, it, it releases the embargo lifts the day before it premieres, before, right, which is, is generally yeah. bad sign. You bad, and, and they and they change the review embargo and the social media embargo to match. Because usually the social one is first because they're like, oh, let's get the good word out amongst fans, and then they do the review embargo. But they changed it last minute to have both come out at the same time. And are you so attending I, theaters to see this? So, so, so I skipped the one today. I will probably oh, go okay. tomorrow. Okay, <laughs> I will be I will be standing by for your review to um, see what, I, what it, you know. So, um, yeah, so <laughs> tracking is twenty to twenty five million. Where you? What you? Got? Over, so we're doing the six day, right? That's the only. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah we'll, we'll do. do okay. Yeah, yeah. And I get to go first this week. So twenty to twenty five. <laughs> I'm I'm still I'm gonna come in low. I know that much. Um, jeez. But ah, uh, the sixth day that is such a curveball. I don't think in the history of us doing this together, we've not had a no, sixth no, day. I, I yeah, how often does that even happen? Not really. I mean, sometimes the summer you might get one that does that, okay. like in July, but like definitely not usually not now. 20 to 25. Hold on, my brain is racking here. Um, I like I want to come in like the low teens, I think, just for fun though. I'll go right in the middle with like a, a 15 million dollar opening, which oh, you is low. low, yeah. <laughs> I don't have faith in this movie. Um, but uh, I don't either. I'm trying not to be mean though. Um, <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's just like genuinely like I just don't see it doing well. But, um, what do you think? Oh, uh. Ugh. It's also slow okay. box office season right now. That's it is, but like, into my... but I don't, I don't see this appealing to girls. I mean, even though it's a female led, uh... even with Sydney Sweeney in it, you know what? They're not showing she's... her a lot in the trailer, though. No, I mean, like she's in it, she's in it a ton. Uh, I, I imagine, but like they're not showing her a lot in the trailer. That's right. I, you would think that you would think they would kind of capitalize on that whole. I mean, I know it was a different studio, but they saw how anyone but you did. And they, you think they would have like showcased her more, right? A bit and the marketing. Um, by the way, for Sydney Sweeney, if this doesn't work out for you, they are uh, expanding anyone but you with extended footage or Valentine's Day. So okay, maybe they'll so get it. She'll, <laughs> maybe still, <laughs> she'll okay. still be okay. Um, and I'm sure this will have no real impact on her career if it tanks, which it, no, I'm sure no, it will. No. But um, I'm going to go 22. I'll be. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay. This is like a big gap for us. Yeah. A huge gap. Um, okay. And then, so that'll and make then, a clear and, winner. And by the way, you are leading the pack on the predictions. Uh, but none of us were close on Lisa Frankenstein, so that no, no, that, that was, was abysmal. No, we're near close. And by the way, I got some breaking news for us. I was wondering uh, about the Super oh. Bowl. Okay. According to Variety, Super Bowl 2024 was the most watched telecast of all time, reaching 123.4 million viewers. Wow! It's the most tele- watched telecast in history. So, like uh, of any of anything or of Super Bowls? 
It says like the, the highest number of people watching the same broadcast in the history of television. Oh wow! Now wow. I'm sure lots of that can go. That credit can go to Taylor Swift inevitably. I think so. Not all of it, but definitely a, a sizable chunk of people were watching for her. That is insane numbers. That's like a little under half of the population of the United States. Yeah, like that's that crazy. Well, there you go. There you go. The Taylor Swift effect. <laughs> it works. Yeah, um, definitely. All okay. right, so. All right, we'll see how we do on this whole Madam Web thing. Uh, I'm so low. I didn't know you were gonna go that low. That's crazy. But you might, yeah. you might be right. I don't know. Like it could be like an Electra level flop. I mean, that was back in the day. That was like a 2000s comic book movie. But a lot uh, of my decision making here is going into that overwhelmingly negative reception to that first trailer, and like I still yeah. haven't forgotten it. Like it's almost like when a movie and we never really, it never really got like another better one either. No, it didn't. Did it? I'm just <laughs> yeah, thinking about yeah. that now. So was, people they were like, have that to go off of, and I just they were like, that. "Let's run with that." Like, oh, it's, they, it's bad, guys. Let's just go with that. <laughs> they just chop this movie's feet off well before yeah. it even gets to the box office. But we'll see. Maybe I'll be wrong. But um, with a seven million dollar gap between us, this will be interesting when we review this next week and see how we came in. But uh, without further ado, unless there's anything else. Oh, that's it. Uh, that, that wraps up episode one fifty of one fifty right on the hour mark, which is perfect right timing the for hour us. Mark. We've we been be doing going... really good at this. Like yes, <laughs> and uh, yes. we are slinging right into another episode where we do an anniversary of the 2009 remake of Friday the 13th. So we're not going anywhere. Um, but that does wrap up episode 150 of Back to the Blockbuster, guys. Thanks again for tuning into this quick episode where we've broken down some of the Super Bowl trailers and some new news from last week. Um, as always. Catch us anywhere you guys listen to your podcast and anywhere you are active on social media. You can find us at the handle Back to the Blockbuster. Of course, always check us out on the Playlist app. Anybody can download that on your iOS store or your Google store if you have an Android. Uh, and yeah, give some love to that app. We love Playlist. Um, they do a lot of good stuff for us. We're happy to shout them out. Um, but of course, anywhere you guys listen to, you can find us there. And tune in as well to our new episode that just came out. We had a special episode where we looked at... Uh, the state of physical media in 2024 um, with a very special guest, mid-level media. So check that out on the channel as well. And of course, stay tuned to, to our Friday the 13th remake episode coming out also this week. So thanks again, guys, for tuning in and we'll see you in the next episode. Take care of yourselves. Peace.